0: Welcome to the Worthy Bitch Podcast, the place where we discuss all things self-worth so we can stop living life as a victim and start living life on purpose. My name is Autumn. I'm your host and the creatrix of the Worthy Bitch. I am so excited that you have made the decision to embark on your Worthy Bitch journey. Now let's dive into ourselves. Welcome to the very first episode of the Worthy Bitch Podcast. I am so happy you are here and I just want to take a moment to commend you for being here and showing up for yourself in such a profound way. This podcast is definitely not for the faint of heart and it's not for the easily offended. I will tell you that we are here to face our demons however they choose to show up and we turn them into our best friends by learning from our shadow side in order to see our self-worth so we can start living life on purpose. So what started my worthy bitch journey? Um, That would probably have to be hitting rock bottom emotionally and losing all hope in life because I had unknowingly become a victim of my emotions. Can anybody else relate? We are not usually taught about emotional intelligence in school, so we never learn how to handle our own emotions, and then they eventually begin to rule our lives, which is definitely an undesirable side effect of not having the education that we need when it comes to our emotions. But let's take it all the way back to the beginning of my story so that you can know that you are not alone no matter how lost you feel. I have felt... So lost, broken down, completely hopeless, and um, I will let you know that that it doesn't have to end there. Okay, let's dive in. So I grew up surrounded by chaotic situations and experiences, always struggling to fully understand the things that I would see and hear, and the lack of correlation between what I experienced and the things I was being told about those experiences. Due to having no control over what was happening, which is no different from most kids, I decided to just accept it for what it was, seeing it as unchangeable, well simply because for me it was, and through this decision I learned how to be a pleaser, can anybody relate, do you know what it's like to be a pleaser, a people pleaser, denying my own needs and desires in order to play my role as a good daughter, polite dependable, loyal. This denial extended to my emotions as well, classifying them as bad or wrong or an inconvenience more than anything really. They got in the way of my role. They were not in sync um, so I hushed them up. They, They definitely did not Serve the mission I was out to do, which was be perfect, really. And let's be honest, I'm sure several people can relate to the fact that as women, we expect ourselves to be perfect while knowing that it's not possible. I was telling myself that emotions were just unnecessary to begin with or in general at all. I saw no need for them. After all, I had come to realize that they only seemed to make things appear to be worse. I mean, I thought I had a good thing going by ignoring them as much as I could until I couldn't anymore because I was not honoring myself and my emotions. They began getting louder and stronger and more intense. And I would suppress so much that I would eventually explode and end up saying and doing things that I did not mean and would later regret all of this by the age of eight. I remember this very distinctly. My first memories are from the age of three, so these are very, very clear memories in my mind from then on. A pattern of this nature would continue to shape my emotional life for the next 15 years or so, until it would prove to take over my life altogether. I hit a point where I could no longer suppress what had been so desperate to be seen for so many years. I could no longer pretend that the emotions I had been carrying inside were not there. I had pushed them down for so long that it was full up and there was no more room to push things down. Do you think that meant that I just stopped having things to push down? No, definitely not. But since there was no room to push down anymore, and trust me, I tried my hardest. But every time I pushed, it would just ooze a bunch of stuff old stuff that I had saved pushed down before and it would just be uncontrollable everywhere and then I would find myself in a puddle of tears hyperventilating and on the verge of a panic attack and in my mind this was all happening just because I dropped my last piece of gum on the floor or couldn't decide whether I needed to wear long sleeves or short yeah I know so stupid right I mean who has a complete breakdown over something so minute and seemingly meaningless? this chick. The one who never learned how to feel as a child. The girl who told herself since day one that her feelings were stupid and pointless and to suck that shit up quick because there is no time for nonsense like that. I felt like a crazy person. Sad, right? Yeah, it was really sad, but it was also necessary for my life. Yes, it was wrong of me to suppress for so long and for so many things that I did, I did not even know better. You know, I, I had no idea that I was doing something that was harming myself. I thought I was bettering myself, to be honest. I did not have the tools I needed to learn how to handle myself at the time. And being an intense empath did not help matters because I was, it was unknown to me that at that time, a lot of what I was feeling wasn't even mine. I still experience this today and I expect to for my entire life, but I have a lot easier time discerning which emotions are mine and which ones I am picking up on from other people, which is actually one of my greatest gifts that I have come to learn, which used to be one of my biggest hindrances as a child and for the majority of my life because I didn't learn that I was such an intense empath until I was probably about 25 years old. Um, But through the inability to continue to suppress, I was forced to learn to deal. I was forced to look at everything that I had been pushing down for so long. Like, what's up emotions? How you been on my life? I've been trying to forget you exist, but I guess it's time to catch up. Now it's time to do the work. And I'm not talking about like W O R K. I'm talking about Beyonce style. Work, 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 work. They say me Abby eh. Uh, 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 uh. You know what I'm saying? But first it would get worse, a lot worse before it would get any better, of course. That's the way life has to go, right? I tried to escape escape for a while through drugs and alcohol and friends and places and things and just anything I could think of, really. Absorbing myself into losing myself and everything that was outside of myself. I would quickly learn that this was obviously not the answer to my ever-growing issues. Eventually, I would become so broken that I began to hate myself and my existence Cute, toxic inner dialogue, all like, hmm, what's wrong with me? Why do I always feel this way? I feel like a crazy person. I am a crazy person. I literally can't even control myself. Why can't I stop crying? I am so stupid. I literally cry over anything and everything. I hate my life. I hate myself. Oh my god. Etc. etc. etcetera. And on and on and on and it went. All day, every day, a loop inside my head, I call it running yourself in a circle inside your head, and I could just feel it like building up it's like da, da 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 and then you reach the top and it goes back down da, 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 it's just constantly working you up into a huge emotional breakdown and this went on for years probably 10 years I would battle with myself in this way until one day I finally learned to surrender but it was not easy or fast or pretty or light or anything that you would think. I mean, I didn't hear angels singing or see rainbows all over the sky while I was dancing in the street to a Vanessa Carlton comeback song, like making my way downtown, walking fast, faces passing homebound. Yeah, I wish. I wish it was like that, right? But transformation doesn't come in on a silver platter, all pretty wrapped up in a bow, like, oh, I see that you are ready for your awakening now. How nice it is finally here to see you. Please do come sit and open this fancy gift of your new life I have created and wrapped up so nicely for you. What? No. That's not the way it works. Why do we think that when we are on the path of awakening, which most of us don't even realize that we are on, by the way, until we have walked far enough to look back and be like, Whoa. Did you? Did you see what happened back there? I mean, that shit was nuts, right, bro? What? Did you see that? I can't believe I made it out of a life, honestly. But why do we think that we would just wake up one day awakened and ready to step into our new lives of peace and tranquility and everything's just going to be love and light? I mean, who decided that that's what awakening is supposed to look like in the first place? My guess is that it is someone who hasn't actually experienced it for themselves and they're just making assumptions from the outside looking in. Like, oh, that person, they look like they have their shit together. They must have just always had an easy life. And I don't know about you, but I cannot tell the temperature of someone else's home by looking through their window. From my own window, like across the street, which is what that's like trying to look in on somebody else's life and act like you know what they're going through or what they've been through or anything. No, it's not possible, right? So I learned to burn like a phoenix. I learned to feel. I learned to heal myself. And I had the pleasure to learn from so many beautiful souls along the way. Different techniques that would prove to be my life vest to help me keep my head above water when the storms come and the waves turn violent, which will always continue to happen throughout life. I don't care who you are. You're going to have times in life that are not enjoyable and that you wish that you didn't have to encounter, but we cannot avoid it and we cannot run from it. Trust me, I have tried to run from most things in my life. That was my go-to reaction for years. Anytime things got uncomfortable, I would just hit the road, Jack, like don't you come back. I had no regrets. I was just ready to go. But I was just literally bypassing my own evolution. I learned to stop reacting and start responding, right? Because we don't want to react. We do not want to react the action that has made us feel the way we're feeling in the first place back out into can, to continue that pattern, right? That's just insanity. If it We don't like the way it is. Like if somebody cuts us off in traffic or something and they're having road rage and then all of a sudden we react to them by getting road rage and laying on our horn and then like riding their ass and trying to piss them off just because they pissed us off. What is that doing? You just let them drag you down into the mud with them. Um, that is definitely not the road to your transformation. I will tell you that right now. But recognizing it when you do it, on the other hand, can be step one, right? But I learned to stop being a judge and to start being a healer, a self-healer. I learned that it was up to me to make these changes that would bring joy to my heart and meaning to my life. Nobody else could do these things for me. And it was through countless empty efforts that I learned to stop giving my power to those around me hoping that they would give me back my joy in exchange I don't really remember what exactly brought me to yoga I think I just knew that I needed to do some type of exercise because my despair was starting to show on the outside you know when we choose to carry so much baggage it is bound to get too heavy to carry it all on the inside if you know what I mean Plus, I thought all those complicated poses looked pretty, you know? It's like, I could do a handstand, but I was so lazy. I started out with just doing weird little stretches on my floor, watching Netflix, just to move my body a little bit. Then I fell in love, right? Yoga taught me how to feel my own body and to be okay with that. And how through feeling and connecting with the self, we can learn to move the emotions, which are energies in motion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can control that energy that's in motion and move it where we want it to. We move it through ourselves to be seen for what they are so that they can be learned from and then released and transmuted back into the earth. Through the education of yoga, I was introduced to the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda, the sister science of yoga, where I learned all about the elements of my body and its relation to not only the external world, but also my own personal internal world. Learning how everything I choose to do and experience, eat, and bring into my being as well as the thoughts that I allowed myself to think were all playing a major role in not only how I viewed the world, but how I portrayed myself and was seen from those around me. Ayurveda showed me the who, what, when, where, and why of life and made me okay with it, granting me the permission to accept and honor myself where I was, all while educating me on how to make the necessary adjustments to access my true potential. Then the icing on that cake was meditation and breath work to deepen that sacred connection between mind, body, spirit, and soul. I eventually decided to expand this education, which took me halfway around the world to Bali. Anybody who's ever been there knows that it is a magical, magical place. And I don't just mean pretty pictures on the beach of what you see on Insta and on on the internet. No, it has some serious, serious sacred energy and magic. This would prove to be an insanely great challenge for me, as well as a huge catalyst in my journey of self-healing. And if you ever want to be put face to face with yourself while busting wide open, so you can get up close and personal with all of those skeletons hiding in your closet that you see like, oh my god, what are you doing here? I thought, I would never see you again. Um, I swore we worked through this already, right? Anybody experienced that? If you want to crack yourself open and heal all of those things that you don't even know are in there anymore, go do an Ayu Yoga training in Bali, preferably with Jai Wellness. You will never be the same. But then, why would you want to be? I learned to live life on purpose. I remember during my training, I sat for an hour or two crying to Nicole, my instructor, and telling her that I just didn't see any point in living on this planet. Why? What's the point of life? Nothing matters. All we do is try really hard. To be the best that we can be and to be successful or whatever this world says is successful on this planet and then we're just going to die one day right so it really doesn't matter I've always had this complex in my head that it's like okay everything matters and nothing matters and I just remember her looking at me and saying that like once you learn how to tap into yourself the uncertainty of the why we are here will melt away because you will know like you will innately feel it right and I'm still working on that, but I am learning how to do it better and better every single day and living life on purpose because that is what it's all about. Don't just passively be a, a character in your life. No, you are the author of your story and I want to help you learn how to do the same. So join me as we dive into lessons and techniques and stories and practices that will bring us back home to ourselves. It's really so beautiful. And I can't wait to see where we go. And if you loved this episode, I would love if you could leave me a review on iTunes or you can find me on Instagram at the Worthy Bitch, or YouTube at the same handle. My email is TheWorthyBitch at gmail.com with a period instead of an I in the word bitch so that it's the worthy B period tch at gmail.com, and stay tuned for my website that is currently in the making. I love to connect with you and hear from you, and I look forward to meeting you very soon. Have a great day, chicasita.